0: Welcome to In the Making. I'm your host, Katie Stewart, founder of Cheyenne Studio. Today, I'm speaking with Dasha Mihina, founder of Beautician List, an online community and platform for licensed beauty professionals. Hi, Tasha. Hello. Thanks for joining me. I'm excited to talk to you today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah. So can you tell me in your own words a little bit more about what beautician list is and how it works? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I am a licensed uh, nail technician, and uh, when I was attending beauty school, I learned a lot about the industry and uh, a lot about what happens inside salons. And I realized that as a consumer, I really did not know much uh, when it comes to the pro- the way that a service should be done, and even. Uh, looking out for licensed professionals uh, to be performing those services. So it was then that I realized that something should be done. And that's when I came up with the idea of Petition List. So um, it's a community that unites consumers with licensed professionals. So as a consumer, you're able to log on and be able to find an esthetician or a nail tech um, within your area that specializes in certain aspect of their craft. So if you're looking for 3D nails, you're able to put in 3D nails and you're able to find somebody and you're able to click on their profile and you're able to see their work, their past work history, where they attended school and bio and stuff like that. And for professionals, it gives them a, a place where they are able to talk to one another they're able to discuss um, how to do services. Um, we help them with professional advice we help them with industry advice we give them a lot of resources to help them work on their craft. So it's it's a community that unites the two, which I thought, uh, really is needed because right now there's a large disconnect um, between the cons- clients that walk into a salon and the professionals.
0: Yeah, yeah. So your app is really for both the consumers when going to the salon and then the professional who wants to get their business out there and connect with other people in the industry. It kind of goes both ways.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, everybody advertises and there's obviously all these social, uh, other social network platforms that the professionals can advertise in and they do, but you are drowning in a sea of information. Uh, here, this is a dedicated space that is solely for beauty. So you know that when you log in, you know that you're going to be able to find somebody that's reputable, that is licensed, and is actually good at what they do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's dig into that a little bit more and then also talk a little further about what inspired you to create the app in the first place. You mentioned that everyone on the app is a licensed professional, which I think is key to what you're doing. Can you talk a little bit more to that? I I don't think the common consumer is aware that maybe everybody out there isn't a licensed professional and what that really means and, (laughs) and what about that drove you to want to make this product. Uh yeah um again
1: coming into the beauty school i was a consumer and i really didn't know much and i was really appalled and offended that the industry was not protecting me um as a consumer and i wasn't aware that when going into a let's say nail salon If there are two licenses on the wall and there are 10 people that are performing services, eight of those are practicing illegally and they do not have a license. And why is that important, right? Um, If you think, well, they're just painting nails or whatnot. It's important because they teach you what to look out for. They teach you to look out for fungus. They teach you how to properly disinfect tools. And if the person that's working on you is unlicensed, they don't know that perhaps the person before you um, had something that is able to carry on to a def- different person and they worked on them they didn't properly disinfect our tools and now you have whatever disease they have so that is a huge huge thing that people need to understand is that licensing is very important the beauty profession needs to stay licensed and people need to go to those that are licensed so they can stay safe and really the the One particular point, that um, incident that happened in school was when I thought to myself, my God, this is just incredible. It was when I learned that in all of my years of going to get pedicures, I have never gotten a proper pedicure. And what do I mean by that? After every single person that you perform uh, services on using the jets and the tub, you are supposed to run a solution uh, through the jets for 10 to 15 minutes, depending on what kind of solution you're using. And I've never had that done. They, and I don't know if you have, uh, I always ask everyone, um, <laughs> and they've never, never, what they do is they clean the foot basin, right. but they, they never run anything through the jets. So what happens if you don't run a disinfectant solution through the jets, then once you, the water stays there, and once you turn on the jet the water from the previous person and the one before that mixes in with yours. And fungus loves toes. Um, (laughs) Fungus loves the feet. So you could imagine that filthy water just circulating. And that is how so many women get fungus on their toenails is because of those pedicures, because of that uh, tub and them being in the water. And obviously other things as well but it was when I found that out I was so disgusted I actually I now only go to salons that do not use jets or I do my own pedicures and I advise all of my girlfriends the same thing is you just don't want just don't use the jets that is something that's it's really disgusting
0: (laughs) yeah it's amazing how many things in a beauty salon or a nail salon in particular are really, you know, involving human contact and could create disease or fungus or things like that, that you don't think about. You think about that in like a doctor's office or in like the food you eat, but you don't usually relate it to your beauty parlor. So it's amazing how many things can cause issues that we don't even see or really realize.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's very important to disinfect the tools and it's very important to look out for diseases. And that's something that's so important to be able to keep your clients safe and for you as a consumer to be safe. So I'm, I'm a huge proponent of licensed uh, beauty professionals and providing a space for them to be successful and for them to be able to find clients.
0: Yeah, I mean... So within the beauty industry, you mentioned something earlier that you might go into a salon and there might be eight certificates on the wall, but 10 to 15 employees there. So that's, that's saying that a bunch of the people aren't licensed professionals. Is there any kind of re- regulation of that in the industry? It feels like there should be, but how, do you, how can you know that you're going somewhere besides obviously using beautician lists? How can you know that the place you're, you're going is approved? Do people check on this?
1: So the issue with licensing is that it's not really federally regulated. It's diff- every state has their own rules and regulations. Every state has their state board of cosmetology. And they have inspectors that go out in the field, and they monitor these salons to make sure that they're properly disinfecting tools, that they're that everyone's licensed. However, as we know, budgets are always tight, and money is always being cut, and there just aren't enough inspectors out there to be able to monitor what's happening And it's unfortunate because of that, that the salons are able to get away with a lot. How do you find out? You can go on the board uh, website and see. But from what I know in most of the states is the licensed professional needs to have their license hung up uh, with their picture. I believe actually some states, you don't even need to have a picture. You just have a license. I would just start with that really is to make sure that you see their name and make sure that there's a certificate hanging to show that they are indeed licensed. Besides that, obviously you can go on the list and verify their license and you're able to find somebody there. And that's, that's really it. Um, there's not much besides going on the state website and checking the rules and regulations.
0: On your platform, on Beautician List, how do you go about not only finding your beauty professionals that you have on there, but then verifying their permits and kind of building an app that's able to make sure these people are licensed? Do you have a team that manually looks into everyone or how does all that work, the verification process?
1: Oh, yes. That that process took many years, uh, (laughs) many tears. Uh, A lot of sweat, blood, and tears went into that process. As you can imagine, uh, like I mentioned before, every state is different. So every state has their own state board. Every state has their own data. And what we were able to accomplish, uh, myself and and my team, uh, we were able to accomplish code that is able to immediately verify a license of a beauty professional. Wow. And up and uh until what we were able to create, there was no way of doing that. Uh, so the entire industry, beauty, professional beauty industry would manually verify licenses, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, but but who really verifies licenses, right? Uh, as we know consumers should, but they don't. I hope they will based on what I'm building, but who really verifies the licenses are professional beauty brands. For example, those that sell professional hair color. You can't sell professional hair color to a consumer because they don't know how to use it. They're going to burn their skin, their scalp, and uh, you're going to have a lawsuit on your hands. So they have been manually verifying licenses when a professional wants to make a purchase. And that was an issue for them because it would break uh, the cycle, it would, it would break the sale, and it wasn't a seamless process. So what we're able to do with our code is we're able to allow professional brands to use our verification system for them to be able to sell products seamlessly and allow those purchases.
0: That's really interesting. So your app is not only for the consumer and the professional, but then also for kind of these intermediary brands that need to verify and sell to them. That's a really interesting uh, use case for it as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also, it's really, you can span it uh, really amongst the entire beauty industry, professional trade shows. All these beauty professional trade shows are also only for the licensed beauty professional. And how do they verify licenses? They used to verify them manually. So they're able to use the code as well in order to allow people to sign on and attend their shows.
0: Building an app like this had to you know, be quite an extensive process, not only coming up with your own, own algorithm to be able to do something like this, but just get all the professionals on it, the design, everything. Were there any particular challenges in creating this app that are worth noting or talking about? The biggest challenge was
1: believing in such a revolutionary and such a crazy concept. Because as I would speak to people and tell them that I am building the largest database of professionals, licensed beauty professionals. I've had many that were excited and then I've had many that would look at me and say, you're crazy. Like, <laughs> that's just, you're not going to do it. Like, how are you going to do this? Because it, it's quite, uh, it was a very challenging task of being of connecting 50 completely unique units together for them to be seamless and then for them to work with one another and to be able to give you information within the seconds. There were many times where I wanted to give up, to be quite honest. Many times that I thought to myself, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> are you really doing this? Are you really trying to do this? And finding a team, finding someone that was capable of this task was uh, uh, was very difficult. I went through many different people before I found the team that works with me that I'm proud of, and we work well together.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, a massive undertaking, but I applaud you for doing it, and it, it's it's a really cool venture. I guess knowing that you, you know, took over this kind of massive undertaking, this revolutionary app, if you will it seems like you have a larger goal for kind of the beauty industry and you really want to see some change there. What are you hoping to do with your app over time and what's your goal for the beauty industry in the future?
1: I hope to eliminate subpar salons. I hope to elevate the industry uh, by educating both the consumer and the professional If the consumer knows what to look out for, if the consumer at least knows that there is a platform out there that will provide them with a reliable professional, that they're going to use it. And by doing so, I hope that we're going to eliminate all those unlicensed people that are working, um, that are taking business away from those that are doing the right thing. And I hope to be able to elevate the industry as a whole. There really isn't a unified platform for professionals. There are very uh, many, many associations and many different websites, but not one that sort of unites everyone and brings everyone together. And that's really what I hope to do is I just hope to elevate the industry as a whole.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you Dasha. I think the the last thing we can just touch upon is knowing that we're in this COVID crisis situation and we don't know how long it's going to last. That's obviously been a huge change on the beauty industry and on salons. How how are you and your product kind of dealing with what's going on with that and you know how do you see the beauty industry kind of moving forward from here?
1: Well, I hope it's kind of going to be like a wake-up call for both because now with all the different states and all the different rules uh, and everybody opening up at different times and everybody having completely different sets of guidelines that they have to follow, the one positive thing that I do see is a lot of those guidelines are sanitation guidelines, which to be quite honest should have been followed from the beginning. (laughs) So now looking at those, I'm I'm sort of pleased to see that at least we know that a lot of these salons are going to start practicing proper sanitation procedures. While I am worried for the salons because I don't know how financially they're going to be able to um, deal with less clients. How especially now that they have to purchase all these separate things that they need to provide. That is one worry that I do have, but I think the outcome is going to be that salons in general are going to be much, much cleaner, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing for the client.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. And honestly, I think that goes across like all industries. They're finally cleaning the New York subways. So that that's yep. very thankful for too. So maybe the world will just get cleaner as a result mm-hmm. of all this, which would be one good thing at least.
1: <laughs> yes. 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 If you want to look at the positive, that's definitely a <laughs> great, great thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll all be a little bit cleaner moving forward. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, Dasha. This is really enlightening. I think you, you, bring up a lot of points that a lot of us haven't thought about or haven't thought about. Maybe it's crossed our mind, but we haven't thought enough about to do something about or stop going to the salon because we notice that it's a little dirty in there. And I think you raise a lot of good points about how it's it's really an important thing to do. So I think for anybody listening who's interested in looking for a licensed beauty professional in their area, they can download your app, You beautician list on the app store or mm-hmm. go to beauticianlist.com to learn a little bit more about it and how it works. And I would recommend doing that even if, you know, we're not going to salons yet, at least they can get an idea of where, where they want to go in the future.
1: Well, we also provide helpful information for consumers. So we sort of want to educate you as the consumer on what to look out for. And if you want to do some, you know, if you want to do a manicure at home, then we sort of help you with that as well. So oh, we awesome. we want to, prov- yeah, we want to provide education uh, no matter what. We, we want to be your beauty resource
0: in, in every way. Oh, that's great. I could use that. My fingernails are very blank (laughs) right now and terribly clipped. So I might need to look at that later today. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dasha. It's been a pleasure chatting with you.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on.